What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Horse. Chilling here with my boy, JP. We're doing a very special Puds on the Porch episode <laughs> of the Podcast. You know what the fuck it is? It's been a while since me we and Jake pulled up puds. puds. It's been, been a while since I've seen, seen JP. A.K.A. <laughs> <laughs> a. Roy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm here chilling with my boy, Roy. <laughs> What's good, Roy? Oh, hey, Roy. JP is gone. Yeah. But it's still the JP and the Horse podcast, but it's the Horse and Roy now. <laughs> so I'm chilling here with my boy, Roy. <laughs> undisclosed location. Uh, we were going to have a peanut gallery on the lawn, but uh, due to inclement weather, we decided to cancel it. And because there was a lot of snitches around this undisclosed neighborhood. So. Yeah, I feel like there's a type of snitch around here that would bang us into YouTube. I yeah. think that's what happened the other times. Yeah. We got our shit pulled. Well, and probably bang us into the, the fuzz as well. Fuzz. <laughs> guys, they're, they're, they're on the porch and they're talking. Right. Like, this ain't Los Angeles, dude. We're social distancing. We have proper uh, disinfecting, you know. So this is a pretty safe... Horse and Roy Pud Pud Podcast, and we've we've had our own mics and our own mic covers since day one. Like we've been way ahead of this this yeah, trend. That's right. But yeah, yeah. There's some there's some chuds in the the uh, the neighborhood. If this was L.A., they'd be snitching us out right now. Oh yeah, they'd sell us. Fucking Most deaf. Sell us out. Um, I'm sipping on some uh, Prison City Copper John. Slopper John, AKA fuck session ale. Con, uh, English session ale, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good. I, I stopped by there for my weekly beer run. Uh, shouts out to Max Goldner, aka Gax Moldner. Former guest. The, the Prison City is the official beer company of the Horse and Roy podcast. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I got some Copper John. I got. Um, Seward's Folly, I got a crawler of that, and I got a four-pack of uh, Other Half, uh, which the kind of name of the beer escapes me right now. But uh, Probably not important, because you got the, the Prison City, which is the most yes, important thing. That's right. Um, yeah, I was kind of bummed, because they didn't really do anything special this weekend. They usually do something on Saturday. Their big drop was the um, Mass Riot with Mango, a.k.a. Ass Riot, <laughs> um, which sold out on Friday, so I was bummed I didn't get any, but, um, you know, what can it you is do? what it is. So We need that beer this during these times. Yeah. So I'm this episode, happy to support them. We want to touch on, you know, such things as... Uh, COVID-19, of course, but of we course. don't want to dwell too much on that because we want to give the puds, you know, something to laugh about. Right. Something to think about, but, you know, you see the shit on the news all day. and Everything's COVID, all COVID all the time. Yeah. So we're living it too, but we're not going to fucking so give you an ear beating about fucking coronavirus. Roy. Yes, How sir. are you dealing with the um, COVID-19 quarantine what are you doing what am i doing yeah. i am i am keeping busy outdoors appropriate distances from the uh people in the neighborhood of course That's right but um, always always wear a mask you yep. carry a bottle of uh, lysol with you yep 
I'm uh I've just been I've been getting my uh yard ready. Had a lot of projects going. I've been just keeping busy with that sort of shit. I'm limiting my TV time to you, the end of the night. You chopped down a tree and you cleared out a large brush pile. Yep. It took ten truckloads. Ten truckloads. I tore a fence down. Tore down a fence. I've had a couple fires. Um getting hopefully gonna get a, my patio ready for a little inflatable hot tub because that's how i roll scummy style we be tubbing we be tubbing boys um yeah hopefully we have a tub cast this summer get some tub girls in there that's uh any <laughs> any tub girls that are listening right now slide into I'll the dms boys. <laughs> slide in our dms and slide into our tub <laughs> But no, other than that, I'm just, um, I mean, you know me, old Roy here. Roy. I just I just work, and I come home anyway, so, like, it's not, it hasn't been a huge adjustment period other than, like, I do enjoy my occasional restaurant outings. Yeah. You know, so I'm not a big are, mall where, guy. Where are you getting food from? Want to give a shout-out to your favorite joints? Where have I been getting food from? I've, well, finally, um, as of the quarantine, Auburn got DoorDash and Grubhub. Yeah. So which I've done twice. I did um <laughs> I did Chili's one night, which is which was so which local, was ass. Uh people might have not heard of that place, but uh Chili's is a local farm to table <laughs> bistro. It's all organic, slow food. They got a gastro pub, I think, yes, on there. It's also a gastro pub. <laughs> but I heard too for the local joints, if you can, try not to go through DoorDash and uh Grubhub because they charge like they take like thirty percent off the top. It was fucking nuts. Yeah, and um, I did Taco Bell one night Taco too smell. because the line the line there has just been insane. But other than that, I I cook a lot at home anyway, so like that part hasn't changed a whole lot. Roy can throw down in the kitchen, ladies, Roy amongst th- other places. <laughs> That's just what I've heard from what I hear too. I don't know. How about you, uh, horse? I've been good. I've been trying to stay active. Um, the stable got an exercise bike. I've been riding that 30 minutes a day. I'm um, going for walks and stuff. Drinking beer. Uh, trying to socially distance myself. Um, staying active. Still trying to listen to NPR and stuff to keep keep my brain going. But then you got to veg out every once in a while. For sure. <laughs> So that's pretty much it. Same shit, different toilet. I don't. I didn't really do much before the quarantine, but um, it's definitely motivated me to, as cliche as it sounds, make the most out of life. I was kind of a hermit for five years, and just when I was starting to come out of my shell again, this whole thing hit, which is a frustrating thing. Fuck yeah! But you got to suffer to return harder, as. A DMX would say. Yep. So I'm definitely pumped. I'm hoping in the next couple months, you know, things can start opening up. Um, I've been itching to get zapped, get tattooed. I know Roy has. Roy is like, I'm ready, boy. Yeah. Uh, so ready. I've I've already told the uh, DMB, the Divine Machine Boys, that as soon as they open back up, me and Roy are taking a road road <laughs> trip out there and just. In the words of Wiz Khalifa, ink my whole body. I don't give a motherfuck. Absolutely. Because I used to have, like, a philosophy, and I know Roy did, too, (laughs) about uh, 
You know, you want to get like it's the journey, not the destination. You see all these people getting fully sleeved up when they're twenty, and mm-hmm. but you know what? This whole COVID nineteen thing has showed me like fuck waiting, just get it fucking do do what you feel. Right. You know what I mean? So definitely about that life, and I'm itching to get zapped. But I, but at the same time, we're I'm glad like you know like. You see some people and their their whole bodies are covered and it's like that yeah. was two thousand eight for that person. Yeah, and then they've maybe gotten some cool tattoos like on their inner thigh since then because that's the mm-hmm. only room they have. It's like that's also a, a very great point. But but now it's like fucking just just I'm put 31. it on. I know what I like. Yeah, you know, and Roy's thirty four. Thirty four boy. So we know what we like and. You just want to get fucking inked on our body. Uh-huh. Tattoo therapy. <laughs> <laughs> body modification. <laughs> body art. Remember that? Remember back in the day? Like, I remember being in, like, ninth or 10th grade, and there was this site, bmezine.com. It was, like, bottom mo- body modification e-zine or something like that. <laughs> and it was, like, tattoos. Sick body mod. And it was, like, people with stretched ears. Prince Albert's. Prince Alberts, and then, like, the people that would get, like, shit implanted underneath their skin. Yeah, like a horn or something. Yeah, or, like, even weirder shit, like, like there'd be, like, a freaking... Like a brass knuckle on their on like their Yeah, and it would, like, poke through the skin and, like, scarification and... Ugh, weird. Gross. Not into that weird shit. No. And they, like, I've seen shit, people, like, they punch a hole out of their ear. Yep. It's fucking crazy. I mean, whatever... Floats your boat. Me and Roy, we don't judge. No, we're not judging. We're just commenting. But we can have an opinion. Not hating, just stating. Yeah, I think it's weird. But that's just me. Some people probably think I'm fucking weird. Yeah, that's for sure. Cool. I I also don't understand, like, have you seen people that get, like, the inside of their ear tattooed black? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't um, get it either. I'm, I'm not hating, just stating. We just and Comment below if you, if you have any... Yeah, um, what does it mean? Like, what is not that? that? Not that... Tattoos have to have meaning because they don't have to have meaning. I just don't get it. Me either. Like, if I see, you know, Roy here has got like a hot stuff tattooed, you're like, okay, that's a hot stuff. It's a cartoon devil. Like, that's cool. You know what it is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and like, like the blacked out ear, just like the people get their arms uh, blacked Black, out. Black, yeah. Um, our boy Mike Ryan, like, and I, I forgot to ask him. Me too. I should have asked him, because I know if you talk to 10 people, you get 11 different uh, reasons. Right. So, and he's got a few of, I I think I was looking at his arm, he's got a few, like, tattoos that are still visible from the black, which oh, I really? thought was which I thought was kind of a cool look. But, like, when you just see, like, a fully black, like, leg, it's like, yeah, he what has the fuck is that? Yeah, he has some fucking sick tats. Yeah. On that, and I wonder why he wanted to get them um, blacked out. It's right. Just, you know, or, I don't know. I don't know you see some people they'll they'll uh, black out their arm or whatever, but then they take like the white ink and then do other stuff. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, so I just don't get it. I remember that was a big thing when I was like, like, like during like the Miami Ink days, and people were getting tattoos. Like they'd want like white ink tattoos on their like wrist, like so you like couldn't even see it. It's like, but I know it's there. I know it's there. It's for me. me. (laughs) Yeah, like um. People who get tats where it's like, so like, like on my arm, I got like the girl, girl head and it's looking that, it's looking towards 
other people, mm-hmm. but some people will get it like it looks upside down to the other person, but they're like, I got it for me. It's for me. It's like, well, hmm. Like, that's cool. Like, <laughs> do what you want. We're not saying you can't do it. We're, we, again, we can, have an, we, we can have an opinion. It just looks weird. For sure. So, that's about it. And I was just reminded in my brain, uh, me and Roy had a sick tat weekend planned oh. in April. We were going to go to the Rochester Tattoo Convention, and we had a room, and we were going to get zapped by our boys Multiple from the zaps. DMB, and it got fucking canceled. And it's like, that's one of the few things I look forward to every year. That's like our, <clears throat> that's like our Christmas, dude. Yeah, we I mean, haven't we, we haven't missed a year in probably like five years. <clears throat> Before that, we went. <coughs> sorry, 2010. We went like 20. I remember going in like 2010, 2011. Yeah, I got tattooed both those years. I think maybe 2009. But um, <clears throat> since like 2015, I don't think we missed a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got that AP Shrewsbury. <coughs> Um, that was in 2010. Demon-looking thing on your wrist. Yeah. That was in 2010, and then I think in 2011 I got a rose tattooed on me by <coughs> Henry Rodriguez. Zap his wrist and black his eyes. Hawthorne <laughs> <laughs> Heights style. Roy doesn't care. Hell no, I don't. But yeah, that was really sad. And yeah. um, it's got, It got rescheduled to August, but we'll see if that even happens. God, I know. I, I don't think it will. I think I, th- I hope where everything's back up and running, but I doubt any sort of big non-essential event is going to happen for a while. Yeah. I hope tattoo shops can open up in phase two because that includes service work, like or professional services. But it's so vague, and I just have a feeling that it's going to be like phase four. Yeah, you know, which is sucks because we were we were saying before I think it was the other day that. Tattoo shops have such strict like cleanliness like yeah. like requirements like anyways and they always have and they're fairly clean. I've never been in a dirty shop. Yeah. And they, they keep doing what they're doing. They keep spraying shit they, down, and we wear they masks. Put a mask on. You put a mask on. You do an appointment only. Like you can't. No have any, fucking douchebags lingering. Lens in yeah. there. It's like oh, I need a support person. Right. Like, how much to do my wrist? Like, all these douchebags that are constantly around. If you do it, like, it's, like, yeah, like, they have to touch a person, but it's clean. They're They're wearing wearing gloves gloves, anyways. Disinfect everything. It's it's a no-brainer to me, but when you involve uh, politics and the public, you know, people panic. and And people just need to be honest about, like... Like, just, just be honest, and if you're feeling sick, literally don't fucking go. Yeah. Well, the thing, too, though, is you can be asymptomatic. True. And you could give it to somebody. True. Which is the problem. Like, they got to, like, and it, it's they're not going to fix it, but we got to, the whole solution, or part of the solution, a big part, is um, you got to test. Shit right. ton of testing. Like, for, to see if you have it. And to see if you have the antibodies. Right. And then you got to quarantine the people who are sick. But we're not doing that. We're just kind of letting the chips fall where they may, you know. So, oh, shit. Yeah. You got got the neighbor. We got a bogey. Yeah. A bogey just pulled down. 
He's cool though. He won't snitch. He is. He is sick. Yeah, he's cool. Okay, that's sick. I trust Roy because <laughs> that's my boy. So you're sucking down an, an orange pineapple Weggies Celsi. Yep, it's one of the three new flavors: orange pineapple. There's orange pineapple, peach, and jagon fruit. Jagon fruit berry. <laughs> I like to suck on the jagons mm-hmm. personally. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, Danny Weggs decided to bless us with uh, three new flavors during the pandemic. I wonder if he had them like in his back pocket and kind of like figured yeah, it was a gift. They might have been like, okay, like we're not going to release until the summertime is probably when they were going right. to do it. But just like the Michael Jordan 30 for 30 last dance they, with all this shit going on, they're like, let's release it early. Give the people w- what they want. Yep. Have you been watching that? No, I haven't. I've, I've oh, yeah, you don't have cable, do you? I don't. Yeah. It's pretty good. What uh, channel is it on? ESPN. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I I do have ESPN. You do? I'll have to check on YouTube TV if they've got so it on, on demand. demand. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'll yeah. check try to check it's, that out it's, tonight. Uh, ten parts. Nice. Um it's We're, every Sunday and they'll they'll play two parts. I think they've done six so far. Oh shit. I was never a Michael Jordan fan. I didn't uh, like the Bulls when I was a kid. No, me either. I mean I was a Knicks fan when I was a kid. That's if I had to pick a team, but like I like the Seattle Supersonics with that's uh, even sicker. Gary Payton and Sean Kemp, Kemp, who's one of the sickest dunkers of all time. And he loved a cocaine, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> allegedly. And uh, Gary Payton, the glove, was one of the best defensive point guards of all time and best trash talkers. That's hot. So I was. I fucked I w- with them. I had the Gary Payton reversible champion jersey when I was a kid. Damn. My Where did that Joe go? Horsford, he worked at the Champion Outlet, and he got one for me. Oh, I remember the Champion Outlet. Yep. He was the manager. That's now he's the manager sick. of an undisclosed pharmacy in Auburn. Oh, okay. I won't say. Yeah. But I'd say back then I was... Uh, I liked all the teams, I guess, but if I had to pick, I'd say Knicks. That yeah, because that's the years. hometown team. That was the most games I caught were Knicks games. They had John Starks, Patrick Ewing, Charles Oakley. Those were some tough teams. Like, they mm-hmm. would beat the shit out of you, literally. Like, they were, they would fight. Like, mm-hmm. they were tough. They played a physical brand of ball, which I like, but uh, which is kind of lost now with all the rule changes and whatnot. They kind of legislated that out of the game. Right. After the malice at the palace, which we've discussed. Ron Artest, who's my favorite favorite player of all time. He's the man. That was the sickest <laughs> video. I love it when he blasts that fat dude in the face. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. the dude's, like, trying to look all tough. And then Ron Artest, he turns around, and the dude fucking shit his pants. <laughs> and then Steven Jackson just comes fucking running in, clocks the other Superman dude. punch right to the fucking, fucking head. So there's a uh, Ron Artest doc on Showtime called... A Quiet Storm, which is a Mob Deep reference, who's from Queensbridge, which is where Ron Tuss is from. Oh, no shit. It's really good. Um, so, yeah, but Michael Jordan, he is the greatest of all time, and I respect him and stuff. I'm just never a fan. I just think he's kind of a douchebag. Oh, that's what I was, that was my next point. Yeah. I'm like, from everything I've heard about the guy outside of the game, he seems like a real piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a... He's just a fucking asshole. Yeah. He's a degenerate gambler, yes. which not judging, but yes, he is. He's a fucking which horrific they gambler. Talk about on the dock too, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, I just like to gamble and have fun." Did he ever gamble on his own? 
games, you think? No, he says he didn't. I bet he fucking did, dude. He says he didn't. I think he's the but, fucking Pete Rose of basketball, if you ask me. Well, the thing with Pete Rose is that he bet on himself. He didn't True. throw any games. Yeah, but, that we know of. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's okay to. I think it's okay to bet on yourself. I would. I think so too. But I think there's but just. I can see how they they don't want anyone to bet. Right. Yeah. Because betting on yourself is fine, but like they don't know what's really going on. They'd yeah, question yeah. every single loss if you bet on yourself. Yeah. Or any any fucking botched play that like looks somewhat obvious, like they'd second guess it. But yeah, I don't know. I've I've heard Jordan's a fucking dick. I've heard countless stories of him being an asshole to the press, to fans. fans. Um, I mean, I'll. It's cool. He's got cool sneakers. Um, yeah, I had a pair of Jordan. What, what were those ones that you gave me, Roy? Uh, fives. Fives. Those are awesome. Maroon those fives. Are really, maroon fives. Yep. Adam <laughs> Levine. He's yep. They he were has, maroon he has fives. Sick, sick tats too. He he does have sick tats. I wonder who he goes to. I've seen it on Instagram. I stumbled upon it. You know who he's boys with? Like best friends. Who? Uh, your boy Jonah Hill. Really? They grew up together. I don't like him. Me either. He's a fucking. And I saw he had a spiderweb tattooed on his elbow, and it angered me. <laughs> I wanted to get a spiderweb on my elbow. I I'm pl- I still plan on it. And people have told me I look like him, which also pisses me off. No. Because it's just like fat dude with um glasses, and you're like, oh, Jonah Hill. Like I don't like Jonah Hill. I I look like Hank Hill, which I'm <laughs> yeah. completely fine. That with. is fine because he's a cool one to but actually. I do look not like. look like Jonah Hill. <laughs> Hank Hill. Yeah, and people tell me I look like Seth Rogen too. I don't see that. I was thinking you kind of look like. Uh, I won't even say it because I. Large I, Marge. No, I won't even say it because I don't know the kid's name and it's a pretty obscure thing. But I'll show you after the pod. But just say it. I don't know his name. What does he look like? Me. Yeah, you. <laughs> he was in the last season of um, The Office, and his name was Clark, which I don't think you've seen The Office. The only time I've seen that show is when I go to my dad's house and he's watching. Does Bobby love it? Funnier than hell. <laughs> Michael Scott. Hey, I think you stole the that's what she said thing from Michael Scott because he says it all the time. <laughs> I've been saying like, that shit since like oh five, and that shit existed probably in like oh one, like way before. That. Yeah, maybe even the nineties. So, yeah. I wonder when the origin of that's what she said started. You should look that up. Yeah, I kind of want to know now. And that, I've been saying it for as long as I remember. For sure, as long as I've known you, you've been saying it. It's like a tick. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, I mean, you're probably the best at it. People that's that say it said. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Not, not to me though. But that brings me to another point that I know we wanted to touch on is um, touching points. <laughs> that's what she said. That's hot. Um, is the doggo people. Yes. Can you give a little brief synopsis of what that means? Um, and I don't know if some marketing turd created this, um, but mostly women saying doggo instead of dog. Or I think it's a lot of men. Do you? I, I haven't seen that to be true, but it could be. 
But um, what what is with the doggo people? Like, is it become a personality trait to like dogs now? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna tread carefully here. Okay. Because the doggo mafia is definitely gonna come after us. Yeah, this is gonna create uh, quite a stir in the doggo fucking world. Hold on. Hold on, Roy. I gotta open up a new beer. Horse is opening up a large can of beer. That is a large can of beer. It is a crowler. Plymouth crowler. <laughs> crowler. But I uh I actually like looked up earlier. I didn't get too far into it because I got distracted, but like doggo is like an actual word. Um it's like a military term. That I'll have to look up right now. Let's let me it's look up. It's hard to wield this uh crowler with these uh winter uh gloves I'm wearing. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to spill it. Seward's Folly, I just cracked open for y'all. But, um. Doggo, remain motionless and quiet to escape detection. A dozen officers had been lying doggo for hours. <laughs> doggo style. <laughs> and I love, I love the section on Google that says, like, people all also ask, and it shows, like, just a million questions and, like, the answers. First one Does doggo mean dog? <laughs> what dog is doggo? What is a pupper and what is a doggo? Why did they call dogs doggo? <laughs> that was definitely a boomer that asked every single one of those questions. Yes. And they accidentally typed it into their Facebook status. <laughs> um, doggo dog, doggo meme, doggo urban dictionary. Owning a dog shouldn't be a substitute for a personality. <laughs> and I know it can be a, a personality trait and it sucks, but it shouldn't be... Your only uh, personality trait. Um, stop anthrop- anthropomorphizing dogs, which is putting human traits onto uh, animals. They're not your. F- they're not. They're not your friend. No. They're not your child. They're not your fur baby. Um, they Jesus. like you because you feed them. For sure. If they could find someone that could feed them a filet mignon every night, they would live at that house. Oh, I know that to be true. We had a beagle when I was a kid that fucking... It was a beagle, so, you know, it'd get on a trail, smell out a fucking rabbit or something. Yeah. It'd run down the block. That's that's what they were bred for, to kill critters. But then the, the neighbor down the road would let her in and feed her hot dogs, and she'd be there for days. Yep. And we'd have to go retrieve our dog because... Which is ironic, because she should be retrieving for you. Exactly. Dead critters. But there she was, laying on the couch, eating hot dogs. Same shit, dude. My dad and stepmom, Sharon, uh, they had a dog, Charlie. It was a yellow lab. And he would run off, because he's a farm dog. That's what they do. And the next-door neighbors would feed him, like, steaks and, like, hamburgers and stuff. Jesus. And... They actually ended up adopting him because he didn't want to leave. <laughs> and, like, we thought he was our friend. Like, oh, that's our dog, Charlie. Like, he's great. But they will fucking uh, abandon you for a hot dog. That's bullshit. So they're not your friend. <laughs> not at all. Um, they don't want to be on Instagram. They don't think you're yeah. cool because you call them doggo. And, uh, like, also, put a fucking leash on your dog. Right. Oh, he's like, good. He doesn't run away. Like... This infuriates me because, like, you're fucking walking around with your dog, and he's running over to me, barking, slobbering all over me. I could, I could catch fucking COVID-19 from this dog. 
That's a great point. You could give it to him, or you could, you know, you like pet him or whatever, and you got the slobber on you. Oh, he's nice, blah, blah, blah. It's like, get your fucking dog away from me. Right. Okay? And your nice little doggo could be the nicest dog in the world, but like, what, like, you don't have full control of these fucking if animals. I don't care what you're saying. Threatened or cornered. Watch out. They will attack you. Fuck yeah. Um, so yeah. And, um, I'm not saying you have to beat your dog. No. But you have to discipline your dog. You have to train your dog. Right. Okay. These these doggo and people think their dog their doggo can do no wrong. Pet owners is what they are. Yeah. So just fucking read a book or something like dog training for dummies. <laughs> um, and just stop like these aggressive dog people that like hate you if you don't love dogs as much as they do. Right. Must love dogs. Like yeah. And I don't I don't think they should be brought into uh restaurants or bars. I don't think it's a sanitary thing. No, cuz they they I mean they take shits on planes. Yeah. And they serve this the in the service animal people. That system has been so abused. That has been abused to and fucking which, death. Which sucks because there are people that actually need them that have severe anxiety and all these things, but now it's it's fucking chuds that know how to scam Love the system. Doggos. Yeah, I need my doggo because I get nervous like flying. Like people used to just deal with it, just fucking yeah, deal with it. I get nervous a lot, and you know how I deal with it? I drink beer when I get home, <laughs> or I relax and enjoy a delicious horsey, which is a Tito's and seltzer. That's hot. Just but saying. Joe, wouldn't don't you want to like a service dog that you can bring to work with you and have him with you at all times? <laughs> I mean, no. I deserve to have yeah, but that. You have to take care of it too. And it's I don't think you're allowed shuts. to pet him either. They have those things. Like, well, the legit ones, no, you're yeah. not supposed to. The ones that are actual service, like seeing eye dogs or or stuff like that. But like these these fucking chuds that get the the vest off of Amazon and just bring their dog into Wegmans. I've oh, got zero respect for them. Yeah, I um I was at a local tavern. I won't say where. And someone did have a service dog there. And it was really weird. It killed my whole vibe. Really? Why is there a dog here? It's one thirty in the morning. Like I'm trying to get my uh, drink on, <laughs> trying to get my dance on. Like why? Why are you here? You shouldn't be here. And there's, you just hear it. I mean, I listen to Howard Stern, and they do news. It's all stupid shit at the end of the show. But like, I mean, once a once a month, they mention how some person has has requested some strange ass animal to be their service animal. Like, I need a mini horse to be my service animal, and they fucking need him on planes. Yeah. Or I need a, a, a snake to be my service animal, and they have to service have it on ferret. The Service like It's a ferret. <laughs> What's a, a ferret? This is a ferret. <laughs> Does he bite? No. Oh, he never <laughs> bites. Which is foreshadowing, because in the end, he bit the villain uh, crisp, to say crisp. the thing, <laughs> in a kindergarten cop. Well, History lesson for y'all. That end of that movie is scary. That's a really dark movie. Fuck yeah, it it's is. It's kind of scary. Uh, the villain, um, Crisp, 
is very weird. He looks like Val Kilmer, sort of. He's got a ponytail. Yep. He's the dime store Val Kilmer that was in a bunch of movies in the early 90s. Yep. He is just a lookalike that and just played the heel. Like, it's weird. It's like a kid's movie. I watched it when I was a kid, but it's more like an adult movie. Like, there's like a heroin addict and yeah. her boyfriend, he gets murdered and like she's doing heroin. I remember the scene being really fucking scary where the kid's in the woods and it's kind of like, like it is now, like kind of twilight to dark. And he's got like the lasers to fight the monsters. And then he fucking like, doesn't he climb like a tower? He climbs like an electrical tower because he wants to charge his lasers. Yeah. yeah, but that shit was scary. And then Arnold has to save him or whatever. Holy fuck, dude. That's bringing me back now. We got to watch that again. Like, that's a legitimately good movie. Yeah, it is. I, I, am, I am a cop, you idiot. <laughs> De- De- Detective John Kimball. <laughs> and I love, I love Schwarzenegger. Who is your daddy? What, what does, does he, he do? do? <laughs> Our mom says that our dad's a real sex machine. <laughs> Boys have a penis. penis. Girls have, have a, a vagina. vagina. Thanks for the tip. <laughs> there is no bathroom. <laughs> I could fucking quote that movie all day. And there's just something about Arnold. He has that charm. He does. It's it's and it's like he's got this thick accent and he's ridiculous. But some you just take him seriously. I think like, it's yeah. funny too. He's been in this country for since the early seventies, maybe even late sixties. His accent is not lightened up at all. He's no. still hard to fucking well, that's understand. Part of his appeal, yeah. You know, that's the golden golden goose. Yeah, and he's yeah. still the goat in the fucking weightlifting communities. Oh really? Yeah, he's still like a goat because he. What's that one quote where he's like uh, smoking weed in the seventies? Like when I'm lifting weights, it's <laughs> like I'm coming. Coming. <laughs> I'm coming at home. I'm coming in the gym. Yeah, he used to smoke joints while he was like, like fucking bench pressing. Like, it just feels like, it's I'm, like I'm coming. coming. <laughs> That's sick. I actually bought Conan the Barbarian on Scamazon Grime. No shit. Do you fuck with that flick? Um, That's, I That's did. I did back in the day. I'm a big Terminator guy. Terminator Two. What? Oh, you don't like the original? Two. Uh, I do, but ter- two all the way. The, I think I, I think the first one's better. Not to sound like that guy. No, I've, a lot of people have been telling me that. I've just always this been such a fan raw, of two. Dude. I like Budnick and two. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Cooksey. Oh, he's um. It's a quote. He's like, uh, yeah, your foster parents are real dicks, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Wolfie? Wolfie's, Wolfie's just, just fine. fine. Where are you? Your foster, your foster parents, parents are dead. Are dead. <laughs> That's sick. That is fucking sick. And then she fucking. Her arm turns into like a gigantic sword and it goes directly through the dude's head. That dude is fucking terrifying, the liquid metal guy. Robert Patrick. (laughs) Who was also, he had a little bit part in season one of The Sopranos. Yep. Davey. (laughs) I love it when... When he fucking, he pawns off his son's uh, SUV to to Tony, to Meadow. And then he like, like he comes home and takes the kid's keys. He's like, what is it? You got mud on the fucking SUV again. I'm taking it. (laughs) You were off-roading again. What did I tell you? Dude. Oh my God. He's, that's a hard one to watch because he, he goes from like the casual friend of like Tony to like being about that life like really quick and yeah. he's not ready for it well it was it becomes it way was too real how because it's really easy to like tony soprano 
And I think David Chase was reminding the audience, like, he's a fucking scumbag. He ruins people's lives. He's yep. a predator. He's taken advantage of his high school buddy that's a de- degenerate um, gambler to, like, steal his store from him. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's just, like, The Sopranos, what I tell people, it's, like, more like a comedy than, than anything. Oh, my God. There's so it's, much comedy in every episode. It's a dark show, but it's really fucking funny. Yeah. That's... That's that's still I know I still need to watch The Wire, but no show has topped The Sopranos for me. That's on my Mount of any Rushmore for sure. Yeah, like just all shows like together, regardless of genre. That's the number one of anything. But um, they also kind of do that with Beansy towards the end. They kind of remind you how scummy these guys are. Yeah, when they fucking what's his name runs them over. Richie yeah, April. Hey, Beans is a real stand-up guy. <laughs> he comes out of prison a fucking savage. Richie, Richie, Abril. yeah. Well, sorry, I had to itch my balls. Right there. <laughs> um, yeah, and there, there, there's another theme on the show. It's like there's a lot of like the older cats are resentful of uh, Tony because he never really paid his dues. He never went to the can. Right. He's young. He doesn't really respect his elders. It's, a, it's like I see that's a theme throughout the show, like with R- Richie April, Feach Lamana, Feach Lamana, yeah, Phil Leotardo. It's like he doesn't respect them, right? Because um, I, I mean, they're all bad people on the show, but I kind of backed Phil. Like he had every right to hate Tony. Fuck yeah, he did. He did, did, did twenty years in the can. When I want, what I wanted, wanted, he wanted many coat, but I compromised. I ate grilled cheese on the radiator radiator. instead. I wanted to fuck fuck a woman. woman. (laughs) I jerked off into a tissue. You see where I'm going here? That is one of the sickest scenes of of the show. There's no scraps in my scrapbook. Five fucking families. (laughs) There's other thing going on on in New Jersey. It's uh, crazy. Our friend Big Hump posted a status today. Tony Sirico, I didn't realize he was in fucking prison in Auburn, Auburn for a while. Yeah, he was an actual, like, mob associate. That's insane. Oh, we got Oops. a call. Someone wants... Who is it? It's Jeff Says. Should we put him on? Yeah, put him on. Hey, fucker, you're live on the podcast. Jeff Says, you're on the podcast. Are you guys really doing the podcast live? Yes. And you're on, so Puds. don't say anything bad. Yep. Puds, well, okay. Puds from the porch. What do you want me to talk about? I don't know. Just say say something real quick. I'm not sure how shitty this is going to sound. How are you dealing with the uh, quarantine? Well, as an American, <laughs> I have I have a right to believe what I want to and what I don't want to. Okay. And right now, I believe what I want to, and if, and if somebody tells me different. They need to go check their fact sources because I don't trust them in their internet cell phones and all this bullshit. Yeah, Charles Bronson. If they're going to tell me that there's no baseball this season, I'll say, wait till next season, you sons of bitches. Go double days. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even realize we might not have a last double day season because of this. They might be officially done. And just to let you know, so uh, 
here's here's a funny story that happened yesterday. So I I posted an, uh, the commercial for uh, the Space Force. Oh yeah. Did yeah. you guys, I hear you. Did you guys did you guys see the Space Force commercial? No, I haven't oh, seen it. That's funny though. Okay. So I I posted it on Facebook and then uh, this guy wrote he goes uh, I can't believe he's like uh, the Space Force is used to knock the Chinese satellites out of space, you idiot. And so I was like, "What?" He called me an idiot. So I I posted it's on his up. page. I go I said, uh, I heard that the Blue Angels flew over your house and dropped freshly made toilet paper. For, thank you for your services. And the dude, the dude fucking flipped out because he's like, my wife's an essential worker at a hospital. How dare you say this shit? <laughs> and, and I was just like, what the fuck? You called me an idiot. And I said that the it's an honor if the Blue Angels are going to drop toilet paper on your house, you know? Yeah. It's like, come on, man. What the fuck? Where's your American pride? That's but, fucking uh, crazy. Yeah, it was uh, It was pretty awesome. So I looked this morning, and all the comments we had back and forth got deleted. So he felt bad the next, next day? I think somebody... Who had a rational mind saw the post and was like, "What the hell is this all about?" Maybe he was still- uh, maybe he was a couple of pug jugs deep, and he just was trying to talk shit and be a keyboard warrior. I think he was more. He seems more like a Keystone Lake drinker. Oh, okay. We're still friends and all, but I think he had a moment. He tried to be funny, and so I ripped them up and i think a lot of people aren't aren't used to all this stuff and then they're yeah. uh, kind of uh on the internet all day and they think everything's all serious and they kind of yeah uh, well the bad thing about social uh media is it becomes like an echo chamber because they only show you things that you want to see so their viewpoints become so uh, narrow, and they never are exposed to any opposing views. Yeah, for sure. Because it's mostly, if you go on Facebook, everybody who's on there when you're, like, world are your friends. And they all, you guys pretty much all agree on the same shit. Yeah. And then if you're, like, new to Facebook, and you're trying to be funny, but you're kind of not, and then you, like, piss people off. Yep, exactly. So I see cool. you've been watching a lot of uh, flicks during the uh, quarantine, Jeff. A lot of great action flicks. Yeah, dude. I watched this movie today. Uh, it was some ninja movie, Ninja Ninja 3, The Gateway or something. American it was Ninja. On, uh, it was on Tubi. Do you guys know Tubi? Three Ninjas? Kickback? <laughs> I've Surf Ninjas? <laughs> no. This movie was called, like, Ninja 3, the, the something. And it was on that Roku channel Tubi. So I was watching it. And uh, so I looked outside. It was snowing. And I made a video of me singing, It's Snowing Outside Today. And you, you could hear these ninja swords in the background fighting each other. So it was pretty awesome. 
the other night I watched the movie Contagion for the first time. I've seen that before, be, before all this happened. Very, very scary. That movie's kind of spot on with everything happening, though. Yep, it is. I don't know, Jeff. We gotta, we gotta uh, let you go. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. I'm, Jeff said. I was actually calling you, Jake, to say to ask about if you guys were doing it live still or not. Really? You were calling for that? Um. Because I was going to drive by your porch and say hi. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're we're outside. I mean, no one's here just because we kind of because of the weather. Just the weather. We didn't think anyone would want to come by. But probably if it gets nice, when it gets nice out, we're gonna we're gonna do that so people can be in the peanut gallery and chime in and all right but we also want to take more calls because it's fun yeah we can get like i want to get like matt and like different people that live far away well, to call in. well if you want i'm driving now i can stop over and say hi yeah come on by i'm actually pretty close because uh <laughs> i called in my car all right man we'll let you go and then uh we'll see you in a minute then all right, thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. <laughs> that is Jeff Says, bar legend, friend of the show. What more can I say? Former guest. Former guest. One also, of our first guests. Yeah. Was he our, no, Nick was our first guest. Yeah, Nick was our first, or young, young Sands. Young Sands, yeah. This might be Jeff. This is Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say, Joe? We're at 45? Yeah. Wrap it up here. We got yeah. Jeff. It might become a mess. All right, we're gonna we're gonna say hi to Jeff, but uh, it's been it's been real, folks. It's been real, and I think this this is gonna be the new um, new format new audio. Format. A little bit more um, gives us more options. We can do it outside. We can do yeah. it by the fire. We can do it in the hot no, tub. Yep. We can call people up. Um, Easier to edit. So yeah, stay tuned, y'all. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace.